Welcome to. I can't even. This is clearly a special episode (laughs) all about sex because you guys have wanted to know all about sex. You've asked questions. You've been saying to do an episode. So we are serving you it hot. Fucking and sucking and all the stuff you like <laughs> served up raw for your enjoyment, 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 engorgement, both those together. <laughs> okay, where do you want to start, Rosie? This is oh my god, one. I feel like I am like blushing. I am like a, I feel like a, a little nun right now. I used to, <laughs> it's so weird to like, I don't know, I'm. I'm an old fuddy duddy. Um, let's see here. Ooh, are you? I don't want to like. What? Hold on. Let me like. I don't want to ramp it up. Um, what? Do you remember, like, the first time that you, when you were young that you like saw someone that you were super into, and and you knew like. I'm going to make this happen. Yeah, yeah, I do. But I also was like, I feel like it was because I was in a relationship. I actually was terrified to like do the do as a kid because I had this like because I had a friend tell me it hurt so bad. Like my friend was like had an older sister. And so when we were younger, apparently she like had sex and was bleeding. And all I heard was my friend at the time we were really young was like my sister was really painful and I was like fuck that I am never having sex like holy shit it actually scared me to the point where I wouldn't use a tampon because I was fucking terrified so I was like scared so I mean I had sex at an old age I had sex at 16 I feel like that's pretty I think I was around the same age yeah I think I was like exactly that age actually I actually feel like I knew it was gonna happen but also didn't because in my head I was like all I kept doing was like really tensing up because I literally thought it was gonna hurt, and then uh, obviously it didn't hurt. At least for me, it didn't hurt, and I was like, "Woo, woo, woo, woo!" Like, so I definitely remember my first time. Well, I mean, here, here's where we go. We are ah, such a cloudy line of like what a first time is, you know, especially when we bring up our <laughs> LGBT true. sisters. Very true. Very true. <laughs> um. You know, it's like because I got I got fingered a whole bunch in high school, but like my first penetrative sex experience with a man was like two pumps. And then the fear, the Catholic guilt took over. And I dated the most Catholic dude in high school. And he because you went to a Catholic school, right? Yeah, I did. Because I just I oh major bad mistake because i i wanted i just love the aesthetic you know what i mean i was very dark academia before that was a thing <laughs> i was like i don't know what it is i just want to like live in like a world that looks like dead poet society or like gilmore I mean, girls i, I just wanted sure. that so I, went to, I was like catholic school and then the reality of catholic school sets in and it's just it's a lot of so like, you had a lot of guilt like at, like with your first time you were like I didn't, didn't. I thought he was, I mean, truth be told, I was kind of like, Jesus Christ, like, come on, dude. Like, he didn't masturbate to completion. Okay. Because, you know, you can't spill your seed when you're in high school. When you're not oh. in high school, you can't spill your seed. It's like a sin. Yeah. So, like, you I get know, it. To- okay. Learning new things about this whole yeah. situation. Got it. You cannot 
cannot spill the holy seed. Is in that my what opinion, they actually say? Is that what it's called? Like, I think seed. spilling your seed. Yes. That's a very uh, in, weird term. That's putting so much fucking like importance on semen. Like I can't even like I spill my fucking seed every month. My body does it for me. You know, very <laughs> like, true. I so like, like, were you after you had sex for the first time? Were you like very like open having sex after that? Or did you like wait a while? I waited a while, but I think it was because I just like didn't get attention. To be honest Got with it. you, I was like super cute and pretty my freshman and sophomore year of high school. And then like some kind of depression like settled in and I gave myself like a homemade haircut that looked like I was Frankenstein, <laughs> tiny little bangs, <laughs> tiny little bangs and a bob that wasn't a bob. And I was just like super into wearing combat boots, it's, like not cute combat boots like we have now, but like fucking ugly, like Frankenstein <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I was very like, get away from me kind of a girl. And then in college, I like, I feel like my task was more completed in college. Like I definitely had, I mean, lots of handies, BJs, fingering, um, all that shit in high school. And then when I got to college, oh boy, oh boy, uh, a a gentleman performed oral sex on me for the first time. And thus I began like a full four-year crush on him because like (laughs) once someone provides you that attention. (laughs) So then then in college, were you pretty like sexually active? Yes and no. Again, also kind of like, I just think that I thought I was so much cooler than I was, but I was a theater major, Mm. like a musical theater major trying to hang out with well they took away musical theater as a major and I couldn't sing so I was like more of a theater major I'll be honest <laughs> hanging out with like punk boys okay. like cr- crust punk so boys so this was me as well okay cool and um I had sex with one guy in college because well, one guy ate me out in college and I like was in love with him and he was like a crust punk guy from like Lubbock <laughs> Texas and he like played drums and he played guitar. And I was like, oh my God, I fucking love you. <laughs> and I became obsessed with him. Um, it was probably very one-sided. Like we kind of had an on and off thing where he would get drunk and come pick me up and like drive around and listen to the mountain goats and all the other like indie bands. Indie bands, loved. yeah. Ugh. And and so I there was this guy that I had had a crush on in high school who was going to my college. And in my high school, he was like a cooler, he was a cool guy. He was like a jazz drummer who was like extremely talented. And um, like he toured Japan as a jazz drummer. He was like very respected. And he was like the lead drummer at this music college that I was attending. And um, he got into a motorcycle accident that had him wheelchair bound. Oh, wow. And he actually fucked up his wrists. So I think that he was just in a really dark and low place. <laughs> it sounds so awful. But my self-esteem was so low in college. And I just like, I was like, he will fuck me. <laughs> this guy that like I had love, I thought it was so cute, like a hipstery type uh, sure, yeah. guy in high school. And then um, you know, I just let him pop all my cherries. I let him pop my ass cherry. Um, like I, I was just like, go for it, dude. And I mean, oh, it was definitely like a, a relationship of convenience, you know, like, Hey, come on over. And during this time I was like, I was a bigger girl. Like I am now, but I like lost 80 pounds and then I stopped fucking him. And he was like, 
he's like, are you not fucking me anymore? Cause you're skinny now. And at the time I was like, no, but in my mind I was like, maybe. <laughs> so this was in high school or college. This is in college, but in like college. I, okay. I first like knew him in high school and I, I probably like romanticized him too much. He had a, he had a long-term girlfriend in high school. So off limits to me. But in college, he was broken down. And so, <laughs> I, so I was like, you know, go for it. And then from there, like I, you know, I moved to L.A. and my number went from like two people to like 35 people. So. I would imagine L.A. will do wild things to people. Yeah. I had my first sexual experience, like penetration wise, was um, like I said, when I was 16 and it was with someone that was, I was dating I dated them on and off for a long time. I actually spoke about them in the last, like one of the last podcast. And, um, I had this image as a kid that sex was supposed to look and act like a porno. That's what my, so whenever I had sex, I assumed that I needed to like whip my hair and like be very like porno. Uh, and I so I thought, my face on the mic. Yeah. Like I literally thought like you have to be very just like that kind of vibe, which was fun. I was a very sexual. I I, I actually was a, I'm kind of always been a very sexual person in that aspect. And like, I think that it obviously has its benefits, but it was so weird because as a kid, I don't know why I just always assumed because, you know, when you were watching HBO as a kid, you'd be watching like a normal show and then it hit a certain time and then it would be like HBO after dark, but it was like yeah. softcore porn. I literally was watching it when we were watching like Shrek or something, me and my friends in my bed, a sleepover. And literally we are asleep, falling asleep to fucking Shrek. We wake up and the girls are screaming. They're screaming in my fucking bed. And they're like, Ashley's disgusting. She watches naked people on the TV. And I was like, what the fuck? Next day I go to school. Everyone's calling me a lesbian because there was naked women on my TV. And ever since that, I like would, you know, you peep those channels when you're a kid. You're like, what is this? Like, I assume that's just like how it was. So I would from 16 on, I would like get, I was pretty, I was pretty wild. I was with the same person though. That's the thing is with the same person until I hit about like 19, 18, 19. And then I had other people and I was very like, woohoo. Yeah. Let's get wild. But like, I look back and I'm like, wow, like I've had sex in a lot of interesting fucking places like I don't know if you were like that as a kid or young not a kid but like younger and you had sex in wild places but I was just like it was it was an interesting time you know I didn't get that way until I was in uh, my most recent relationship oh my gosh okay I have to ask where's the weirdest place you've ever had sex I can tell you mine I, I provided my fiance oral pleasure in a public library Oh my god! Wow, that's like kind of like a TV like story kind of thing. It's nasty, especially when you like when you're an adult. Like when you're a teenager, you don't factor in things. But like as an adult, I'm like, oh man, I could get slapped with like a like a sexual deviancy. Some you know, like something where I have to like you start to get older and you're like, yeah, you're like thinking, like wow, the consequences of this. Um, yeah, I had (laughs) we. It was when me. Well, I've had a few. I've had like in the car parking lots outside the car, like on a hood of a car. Like I've done it in drive-thrus yeah. drive. I'm, when I say drive throughs I mean literally the grassy patch in the drive through when people are going through like fast food restaurants. Yeah, no, that was me on the ground in the grass, like rolling around having sex. Don't ask why there's been weird times, but the one of the craziest times was in New York city. 
we had went to a burlesque show. Ooh. Been drinking, had a good amount of drinks, had fun. We were walking to the subway station. Behind, there's like stairs that go, you know, up and down to to the get to up ground. Well, there's like obviously a little dead area behind the stairs, and we were waiting for the train. And while waiting for the train, we had sex in a subway station in New York City. I have to say that's pretty fucking crazy. This is your fiance. This is your husband. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Oh, I was yeah. there. And oh, Charlie, yeah. if anyone knows Charlie, like Charlie is a a sweet angel baby face. And so, <laughs> and everyone when he met me was like, "Do you know Ashley?" Like, because everyone at the salon at the time would be like, "Come to me with their sex stories. Ask me for advice. Ask me for." People would be like, how do you take a sexy photo? Like, just like weird sex questions. And I was always there to answer. And so people were like, you know, you're like, like girlfriend's very like sexual. And he was like, yeah. And like, it's just because they saw his persona and my persona. And we were like so opposites. So it was like very like not Charlie like for him to do that. But like in a good way, I was like, wow, Charlie, like this is wild. Like, okay. So this is why New York City actually has my heart. <laughs> it's got a couple other things. Because a couple other things. But yeah, I feel like I <laughs> definitely had like, I was just always one of those people that I kind of liked having sex in weird spots. I don't, I know some people do and some people don't. Some people love like a typical like room and some people are like, no, I like it on a rooftop, you know, like with wind blowing like it's exciting i get it I, you know and there's a time and a place for all different types of experiences yeah you became acquainted I, I told you about vacation houston which is an official term trademarked by myself vacay houston vacay houston is is spicy insane like not anything i'm i just feel like something happens to houston when he is traveling he, I think it's just like he doesn't he doesn't have the laptop on him. He's not checking emails. He's not. It's a totally. I I think it's because you guys and I understand where he comes from because you guys work together. Yeah. And Charlie work together. And when you were it's kind of hard to sometimes like separate and like be emotional. But then when you're away and you're like, oh, I'm on fucking vacation. You're like, <laughs> get a, you know, like, let's live this shit up. You know what I mean? Imagine yes. if he went to like out of the country with you. But I mean, y'all about to get crazy. Oh, we went to Paris pretty early in our relationship, probably like way too soon, you know, but I guess I feel like that's for people that like, uh, don't travel frequently. Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think we went to Paris maybe five months into our relationship. Oh, that's not we weird. I think that's started, normal. We started planning it like two months in just cause like we had to plan yeah, like big, so far in trip. advance. And, uh, oh my God, Houston and Paris. I think that it that should be on Houston and Paris. Houston that's the movie. If you um now, I mean, if you're watching my geotags, y'all, if you see that I'm traveling, just know that I'm smiling for a real reason. I am crying. <laughs> Do you, are you, have you always used, like, when you were in high school, did you use sex toys in high school or do you use sex toys? Like how? Yes, I did use sex toys in high school. And I think like as soon as I turned 18, because I turned 18 summer before my senior year, I like my friends and I went, I was like, I want to go to a sex shop. And I think that they were just like not ready for it in the way that I was like so excited. Yeah. And I bought a vibrator and I sent everyone home. Like I sent, like it was supposed to be like a birthday party. <laughs> You're like, I, I was I was like, you guys need to leave. And I came in like two minutes and I was like, well, that was fucking like, I mean, A, it was great. I loved it. Like <laughs> going from like 
using your hands or like a hairbrush handle to a vibrator is like incredible. So I'm sure I came in maybe like 30 seconds. Like if we're being honest, isn't that so seconds. funny that there's always some stories of when you're younger and you use some like weird fucking object to like, Oh yeah. I did that like for. post, you know, in a pinch, if I didn't have my vibrator with me, I would still do something like that. So I actually have, it's so weird because I was obviously sexually active at, as of, you know, 16 and up and like had a boyfriend for a long time and was, had sex with him frequently, but it was so weird because I never understood sex toys because I had went to a sex shop. I think I went when I was like 16 or so I had fake IDs. So I would go with my older friends and I was just like, Oh cool. Like looking at all the stuff. Like it didn't ever, I never was weird about sex shops. It was very like normal to me. Like, okay, cool. There's like costumes, there's toys, whatever. But I think it's because when I was younger, I think I was like maybe 17. I got like this like texture, like dildo, I don't know, like a dildo or so. It didn't vibrate, didn't do anything. So I like got that. And I like tried to use it. I was like, this is the fucking worst thing ever. Like I'm not even, like he's not doing anything. Like a human body is much better than this. Like what is this? And so I was like, there's just no point. Like how do people – use sex toys and actually get off on them there's like no way (laughs) so I have to literally break the news that I recently started using sex toys probably a year ago for the first like actually good and it changed my fucking life like I am glad that I never knew because I had such a weird experience with the shitty sex toy that I bought and then I assumed in my head that like there's nothing going to be as good as like a person a a dick a vagina whatever I never thought and then like I think it was probably honestly like Trisha Paytas kept talking about sex toys and how much she swears by them. And I was like, are they really that good? And then I saw obviously a lot of people do like ads with sex toys. Sometimes I'm like, okay, do you really use that? Are you just, you know, whatever. But I was like, okay, a lot of people are talking about sex toys. Like maybe there's something to this. So I start researching because I'm like, I want something to be like, you know, spice up the the romance, like get get wild, like, woo, yay. Like I used to love like dressing up or like wearing certain costumes, whatever. So I started Googling and like I researched, I have, a ha- have them with me. So this one was highly recommended on Amazon. Ooh. Then I like got this and I was like, okay, what the fuck? Like these things are crazy. Like how, how does this do this magic? I'm very honestly mad that I was not a sex toy creator because this shit's fucking crazy. And then literally within like the timeline of me getting that, this company sent me a huge package for Valentine's Day and they sent me the Lilo, which is like kind of an expensive toy. Holy moly, Jolie. Like I've been sleeping on this shit and all these women all my <laughs> life have been like talking about sex toys, how positive they are, how amazing they are. And I'm like, what the fuck have I been doing? And even my like, like I've talked to other people and some of them are like, yeah, I've never really thought sex toys could like actually do anything, but like, hello, <laughs> hello. I'm shocked. Like, do you have a certain type of sex toy that you prefer? Yeah, I have one that lo- that's actually really similar to what you have. I didn't bring my examples. Sorry. Um, it's like shaped like a C and it's got a clitoral stimulator on one side. It's like kind of the suction, the air suction. Oh, wait, one. what brand is this? Do you know? Cause I think it has like a gross, stupid name, like walk the dog or something like, you know what? I actually, let me go through my, wait, Amazon. is it we vibe? Is it by we? Vibe? No, okay. it's about like, it's like a, it's called something with dog and it's like, why the fuck would I want? I have to like, look this up. Like I'm looking up dog sex toy. And I, I think was- that's <laughs> fucking up. And that's like a bad Google search. 
Oh God, <laughs> I'm dead. I actually, there's lit. Oh no, I just found something disgusting on Amazon. <gasps> it's like you guys, I can't handle Rosie's right now. I felt. Oh my God, <laughs> I should not. The name. Okay, so I just, I literally, Back I should not have Google out. <laughs> I left it. It was just on Amazon. Oh no. That made me so sad. It was like literally a fucking fleshlight, but it was shaped like a stuffed dog toy. That's weird. Why would anyone want that? Like, what is wrong? Like, maybe it's like a gag gift. Oh you know what I mean? God. But somebody so yours is like, it. let's just go like yours is like a C shape. So does it have like penetration and a clitoral stimulator? Yeah, thing? clitoral stimulation. It's like one that's like the most popular, highest voted one on Amazon. Wait, what? And I, it has I, this something one was like super high. So now I'm like wondering what the heck yours is. That's I'm looking crazy. up like I have to. Wait, but, out you, but does yours have like a suction like this? Have you tried these ones with the suction? Yeah, that's at one of the ends is like okay, because like wow, life changing. I have to find this now because I don't like I don't want the have fucking you tried phrase. The famous one that's like the wand, the one that's like the original. Have you tried that the one? the rabbit? No, the wand, the the giant wand. Oh <laughs> yes, I have. Is it it's work? Actually, it's great, girl. That thing uh, that can get you off through your jeans, honey. Well, I was gonna see. I was gonna think about buying one because I was like, everyone swears that the, it's the original. Like you have, it's so good. It's great. It's great. And, and if I all honestly, I <laughs> you stopped said using that it. gets you off through your fucking jeans. I'm just- yeah, girl, that's <laughs> strong. Um, I actually stopped using that. I don't even know where it is. I think I left it in LA. <laughs> she just threw it on the streets. <laughs> Goodbye. See you later. Maybe somebody found it and they're having a good time with it. Or it's in a <laughs> landfill somewhere. Um, that thing is intense uh i i think that i had to stop using it because i feel like it sort of made me numb to like other experiences stimulate that's what i read that you can get like because you have to take a break and like that's the one thing i'm like that's <laughs> wild like fuck but like if you need to get there it's gonna get you there real quick i just see uh, that always pop up on amazon and people say like a lot of people have it at home and they say it's like crazy powerful or something i don't know i i'm so like you just I opened a can of worms with this like Amazon oh shit. God. You know what someone, I'm gonna you know what else someone sent me in this package with the Lilo? They sent me pearl underwear. And so I thought they were gonna have like pearl design, but Ooh. then I didn't realize they're pearl. I haven't worn them or anything, but I didn't realize people wear because me and Charlie were Googling because we're like, what is the point of this? Like the pearls go up your fucking hoo-ha. And I didn't realize it's to like stimulate you while you wear them. The pearls like oh, shit. rub your vagina. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, so I found the vibrator that I got, and it's not on Amazon anymore. It had literally, like, a stupid name with the word dog in it. And I was like, that's such an unappealing name. It exists. I Don't look up dog dildo or dog. Like, don't look it up on Amazon. You'll find a whole horror show of things. Also, I don't know, is... On your side, this is random. Sorry to interrupt this, but is my computer lagging on your end? As you asked that question, it was like a robot was talking to me very slow. But before that, okay. Sorry for the interruption. We are back, folks. Some technical difficulties happened. Too hot for TV. (laughs) Too hot for TV. Okay, wait. We found out Rosie's sex toy. What sex toy? It's called Tracy's dog. I'm sorry. Please never look up dog sex toy. Like I did find some things that like when I looked that up, it, it said like 
overstimulation tool, which I assume you use like when your dog's a little too horny. So, oh, weird. Who knows? I I don't know. I do you use anything else besides like vagina stuff? Yeah, I so obviously we are big proponents of lubricant. We have some great like CBD uh, cannabis lube that's incredible. I think you told me about this in. Wait, or was it you or was it someone else? Someone is sworn by this shit. Oh, I told you about it because I also, it comes in a tincture just like you would take the, take the CBD sublingually. And in the middle of the night, I was like, I had an anxiety attack and I was like, I need my CBD. And so I, uh, I drank the lube. Oh, that's the lube (laughs) you drank. Now I get the, cause I was like, how the fuck did you accidentally drink? Now I get the whole thing. Okay. In a tincture, I keep both at my bedside table. It's, you know. It's easy, you know, you can confuse yeah. your equilibria ladies, you know, your equilibria women. Equilibria should make some lube, right? That would be, I mean, they have body stuff already. So yeah, that would be like super smart. It, at people, some some, someone else talked about CBD lube though. I know you did and you said it was amazing though. So it's great. It's really nice. Um, I, I highly recommend it. We, you know, what's a bit interesting is like, I feel like I'm definitely at an age where I'm sensing that I need lubricant mm-hmm. where I didn't before. And that's literally happened in the last six months. And it is, I'm glad that we had like already had lube in our home as something that was like fun to experiment yeah. with and play with. Because I think that for some women, there's some shame around using lubricant. Yeah, I don't get it. Cause honestly, like even the people who can get lube, like used to, it's still good to you. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you can go longer and harder with lube. Yeah, I, I don't, think that's great. I don't. Like, I do feel like there is this kind of like weird thing, like, oh, you have to use lube. It's like, oh, my pussy isn't soaking wet. It's like, like what? I'm sure that like with anything that comes with sexual performance, it's easy to feel like my body isn't up to snuff, sure. or, or just like aging in general. I feel like women are so we're so afraid, and you know, it's we've been conditioned to be afraid, and I think that like with some partners, there are some insensitive partners. Like I definitely had a boyfriend that didn't want me to use a vibrator during, uh, sex and like oh, felt like, felt you know, like it was mass- like, it was like against him. Like, Oh wow. Am I not doing good enough or something? Yes. He thought like, I want to be the one to give you the orgasm. And he took it as like, if I can't give it to her, then like I'm it's my fault. And sure. then girl, he went so far as to throw my vibrator away. And he like <laughs> pretended that I lost Goodbye. it. That is and I was like, I was like, me lose my vibrator, please. <laughs> you said me. please. <laughs> you're like, I me know lose- that thing is all the time. I have a fucking tracker on that bit. I use it when you're not here, honey. Like, <laughs> and are, for me to like, yeah, are you the ahead. type that you like, are you utilizing your um, vibration stuff like every day? Or are you like a once a week? Are you like a twice? Like, do you have like some people I know say like they they utilize it every day? You know, I don't have too high of a libido. Like that's just. I think a lot of my physical satisfaction comes from uh, like coddling and snuggling. And I feel like uh, there was a long time when I felt like that was like weird, but like being in a, in my long-term relationship that I'm super happy in, mm-hmm. I think that like some people would see like our sex schedule as like, Oh, something's going. Yeah. Like- but see, and I, I think, I think it really has to do with, a, what people think is what how much how often you should have sex. But yeah. also, like people don't realize when you are in a serious relationship, it's not. I wouldn't even say. I think people go like, "Oh, if we're not having sex all the time, does that mean our like relationship is dwindling?" But, yeah. Like, that sometimes, yeah, some people's relationships are dwindling, but a lot of times it's not. 
your lives are functioning at a different level and you don't have to like have sex all the time to no. feel that connect. You know what I mean? Like I totally yeah. feel you on that. It And the thing is, is like, I think sex also looks different in so many different ways. Like I think a lot of our sex life um, is something that people will be like, oh, that's not enough. We do a lot of just like, um, like digital penetration and like hand stuff between the both of us. And I feel like a lot of people would see that and think that there's some kind of dysfunction happening X, Y, Z. But like, yeah, when you meet someone who understands you and what you want and like, I've been through different experiences that make me like, I'm never going to have anal sex again, you know, <laughs> like that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. I think there's so much, there's so much emphasis in our culture, particularly through like, I would say common television mm-hmm. that make you feel dysfunctional, disordered, et cetera. If you kind of do anything that's sort of outside the norm, I feel like there's always a show where like sex in the city or something like that, where people will be like, yeah, it's normal to have sex three times a week. And then they'd be like, how many times have you had sex this yeah. month person in a dysfunctional relationship? And then she would like look around sheepishly and be like, we've only had sex twice this month. Yeah. And then and it's I'd like, be like, like frowned upon, but like in reality, that's not that crazy. Like calm down people. I'd be like, sounds normal. Yeah. Like <laughs> twice a month when you really think about it, like how busy people can be and like how, I don't know what your schedules are how they conflict, whatever. And I, feel I also like there think it be- really also has a factor of when you work with your significant other, I think <laughs> that is a big factor. Like, I feel like that changed a lot of dynamics of at least my relationship when we were working separate jobs versus when we're working together and we're constantly communicating all day and like trying, he's working on the computer, I'm doing other stuff. And it's like, you know, yeah, by the end of the day, you're like, I'm fucking tired. Like, can we just like cuddle and watch TV and like chill? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, it's I think there's also something that's like when you are truly satisfied, when you are with someone who really understands you, um, I feel like the amount of satisfaction you can derive mm-hmm. from um, sexual contact with them lasts longer. So like I feel like when I was maybe a little younger and like in the dating scene, I'd be like, oh, it's been so long since I've had sex. I don't get some sex, <laughs> you know, but yeah. like now I'd be like, oh, well, you know, whenever we both feel like yeah. it and I don't like, I think that multiple weeks could go by and I'd be like, oh, whoops. You know, yeah. like I wouldn't, I wouldn't turn internally. And it's just so weird. Cause I feel like I was definitely, and it might be an age thing, you know, like there are times in my life where I'm very libidinous and horny yeah, and I'll want to have sex all the time. And then there are times where I'm like, oh, uh, it's been 30 days. Happy Monday. Shall we? I feel like also personally, I, I feel like, I think a lot of people have to, or a few people have talked about this before is I feel like my, I mean, just naturally hormones right before the time of the month, I'm like very much more like sexual. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeehaw. Like, cause I just, I, it's just always that time of month. I'm like, ready to go. Let's go. Like, and I hear a lot of other women say, or humans say like, that is the same for them. Hormones definitely play a role in it for me. I have PMDD and that means I ha- kind of like am in at a depressive state half of the month and then yeah. not at all for the other half of the month. And I think I totally agree with like, I especially right before my period, I definitely get that great hormonal surge that makes me very horny. And I will like, we have this joke that like Houston can like fuck the blood out of me. <laughs> like, that sounds like if I'm like, oh, I'm a little late. We're like, oh, 
Let's have, have some sex. sex and I'll start bleeding. <laughs> oh my God. Like, yeah, I had to get up in there. I feel like um, I just can't believe that like I didn't know about sex toys. I feel like I was so behind on that. Like that was such a, honestly it happened with the pandemic i was like at home i was like "Mm, everyone's talking about it i think it was because more people started again advertising or talking about like sex education i was like there must be something to this so i feel like that's one thing i wish i was taught at a younger age was that more to learn like how to self like pleasure yourself and like learn about your body more than rely on always like someone else to always have to be there that was like very Oh, eye-opening for me. I have a similar wish for myself, but like kind of opposite. So I definitely masturbated a lot. As soon as I got a vibrator, it was like on like Donkey Kong for like, I always had a vibrator. I feel like I was one of my first friends to like openly like talk about talk it. About it yeah. I feel like I left it out in my, on my bed in my college like dorm. And I think not dorm, like apartment. I was sharing apartment with like three other girls. And I think that they like saw my like giant like dildo on my bed and they were like what the fuck (laughs) gross and I'm like whatever but I think what I wish for myself when I was in my 20s is to bring that into sex like with those like one night stands that I had yeah because I felt like I never like brought out a toy when I like had a partner and I think that I was like waiting like oh that's for like relationships and you don't want people to think that you can't get off and I would say that I think, I mean, if I'm being honest, Houston is the first man to ever give me an orgasm. That's major. Period. And nobody else did it. And I I I think a lot of women struggle with that, though. I think a lot more people than we actually think probably have never had an orgasm and don't realize they haven't had an an orgasm. Just like people don't necessarily always know what like squirting is or like what that is or like people are confused or like, you know, I think a lot of people don't know about those things or understand them I just thought you know what I can only get off because of like how intense these vibrations like have to be have to be like max power um (laughs) but I do think that I had a lot of defenses up I think I was like with a lot of men that like and women that weren't um uh that weren't like I didn't feel like like protected me emotionally if that makes sense like I just felt like a lot of it was like oh yeah we're gonna fuck you know what I mean and not like that I feel like I went like, through a long phase of that, like partially because I wanted to, because I like kind of like that aspect, but also then it kind of became like, okay, I don't want to just like go into this, like that mentality all the time. And like you said, when you feel like secure or protected or like you don't have to do something all the time, it's like a, it makes it even more enjoyable when you do. And like, it's more of a comfortable situation. Yeah. Like you said, some guys would get really intimidated by, um, having a sex toy in the bedroom, which I'm learning that like, especially I think as people um, are content creators in our age group, they're talking more about how they use sex toys in the bedroom with their partners. And I think that it's like a very normal, it should be more of a normalized thing because it's only helping both of you guys in the long run. Like you're both going to be much happier if you're doing something that will help you feel better. I saw some stupid fucking article from like Refinery29 oh and it was like, how you know if you're having sex in a lazy way. And I, I think I like did everything on the list and I was like, <laughs> I who like who wrote this? Like, did a 22 year old write this? In a lazy like, way. That's interesting. Yeah, that's a weird. It, it was like you guys just like both jerk off in bed together. And I'm like, 
yeah, like that seems that's there's <laughs> it's it's normal. Like I think I think to put any sort of like this is normal versus not normal label on any sexual practice mm-hmm. is like goofy yeah. and like it's shitty. Yeah. Like fuck you. It's you all know? it's up to it's a preference for each person. Each preference is so different. So it's like there's not really a normal way. Yeah, and you you'd have no idea what your body is going to respond to, mm-hmm. you know? I've been I've been browsing the internet and I've, you know, stumbled across a video and I'd be like, "Oh, I did not know that was ticking one of my boxes." Ticks. Yeah. Do you watch do you watch pornography? So I don't often, but you know what's interesting is I don't know why I don't more often because first of all, particularly women porn is what for me is very attractive like turns me on um I've never also been one of those people that like my significant other like don't watch porn you can't watch porn because I think that that is whatever they want to do it's not like affecting me in a weird way but I feel like honestly when I have seen stuff that like um like there was a random night recently where I was like oh my gosh look at this article that I found of this girl's thing she was like the fucking something or something and got leaked or something. I don't know. I was telling Charlie about some story. I don't even remember. And I remember the me seeing that like was like, oh, that's kind of like a turn on. Like I find women <laughs> being powerful and confident in videos and like taking control and be like, I find that very like attractive. Yeah. So yeah. for me, I feel like I almost should because when I do watch it, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like I'm turned on now. So I feel like I should more, but I don't, I used to probably a little bit more, but no, I don't. Do you? Yeah, I do. And I, I feel like my next question would be, um, for me, it, I do it like privately, like without my partner. No, I, and that's, I totally feel that like, and I don't know that like, and it, this could be like a security issue, but like, I, I don't think that we've breached or like wanted to do the thing where we watch together mm-hmm. personally. Like, I don't really want to know like what he watches because I feel like, there aren't as many like I'm not I'm sure that like BBWs are very represented in pornography, but like I don't know. I feel like I would just like look at the people in the videos he would choose. I'd be like, well, well what's going on there? Sure, like, what's yeah. going, like, what do you I definitely I know that I have like some security and confidence issues to work on with that. And I think I would read so much into it, sure. which is like not fair because like he, I don't feel like he would look at things that I've watched. And I also wouldn't say that anything that I personally watch is necessarily indicative of like a person that I would go date, sure. you know, or like. I mean, yeah, like I like I said, mostly it's women stuff. Stuff is what I yeah. prefer. So it's like not anything to do with Charlie. I think it's. I think I'm on the same page as like watching alone is a lot more enjoyable in my opinion. I agree. It just seems, and I I've never I downloaded this app. I forgot what it was what it was called because I sometimes I don't even like like watch the porn I just like hear it yeah hear it yeah and apparently that's very common with women and so there are um there was an app I forgot what it was but it was like erotica and like acted out like as an you can just listen to it yeah yes like audible but it just felt so it was acted you know what I mean like people like is people in a studio like by themselves acting yeah it was not like I was just like why don't you just like record two people doing it and like anonymously post the audio 
Because I feel like that would be a little bit better than an actor in a studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, and I feel like, you know, what's cool about that is if that was like an app or something, I think it might encourage people to be adventurous sexually mm-hmm. because I wouldn't want to like film and post a video of myself on the internet with my partner. But I could see being like, oh, let's make up names and we could sure, like record yeah. ourselves like auditorily and like submit it. Like I think a lot of people would do that. I think a lot that. of people would do that. Yeah. I, I do think a lot of people do. Have you ever had like a threesome? Yes. Wow. That's you. I have never surprised. I think that's surprising to some, but no, I have not in a relationship. I've been the guest star. Oh, the guest star. I like that. I've been the guest star. Welcome. Welcome to the room. And they broke up not that long afterwards, which is a cliche. (laughs) Did you you enjoy Like, was it an enjoyable thing? Yes, I think it was. I think the first, so the first time I was like kind of invited in with a couple and the second time was a girlfriend of mine. Um, There was a guy who was like kind of into both of us and we were both like as a joke, like let's invite him over here and pretend we're going to fuck him. And then we did. Yeah. And I think that that was like a little bit more like awkward because, you know, like we're still pals now. And I, I don't think it was like, I don't think that she was awkward. I don't think that I was awkward. I think that we were both fucking sexy machines, but I feel like the guy yeah. we chose was a loser. Like that's Got what it. I Yeah, <laughs> I get it. And it I think it was maybe it was like one of those things where you're like, this is empowering for us. Do you and- feel it? So you feel like after like that happened, even though like with you guys being friends, like it's totally normal. I love that. Like how Yeah. I think it's something that we like honestly, I like forget about it until like I'm asked. Until you're at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like she and I are, are good friends and it's just like Okay. Yeah. I saw you naked. Cool. We were in the same bed. Sweet. Yeah. And um, I think we both probably would reflect on that like, oh, my God, that guy. And probably that's why I don't remember it because the guy was just like – and I think (laughs) – but the the first time was Was exciting. Was he just bad at what he was doing? Like, just like – I think he's just – I hate that I said – I feel like loser is kind of a mean write-off of somebody. You know what I mean? But he definitely was like a dude who like would Facebook message us when he was a little tipsy. Got it. Like like a loser. Like Got I'm it. sorry, but like you. I mean, some that's if that's how you that's that's how you feel. That's warranted. You're like Facebook message me when he's tipsy. That's and he would always try to like f- have phone sex even though he like lived oh, wow. down the street. You know, like okay. Like minimal effort and just like <laughs> I, I think that like out of all the people we could have like rewarded with this like threesome. It shouldn't have been him. him. Yeah. Exactly. But the the other time was a sexy occasion. Oh wow. I I was 23 and I hung out with this couple and they were in their mid 30s. Okay. So they were older, I, a little bit older. They were older, really experienced, cool people. She lived in a bunch of countries. He was a theater director, like and he also like did a lot of like um like philanthropic like outreach. So like, you know, he would do like feeding the homeless and like um doing like theater outreach stuff. So like they just seemed very cosmopolitan to me as mm-hmm. a younger person. And I, you know, we would hang out all the time. And there was like one time where we would always go to this one club in LA called Harvard and Stone, which probably dates me. It was like <laughs> whenever I was going, this was like a cool club in Hollywood to go to. And it was like a whiskey bar that was like very industrial. And they had um, like uh, pinup girls that look kind yeah. of like like Rosie the Riveter come in yeah. and do sexy dances. Yeah. It was owned by the Masterson brothers. So like Danny Masterson, who's a creep and um, his brother, I forget his brother's name, but um, he's on Malcolm in the Middle. Um, so they own this bar and we would go to this bar a lot. 
And so they took me out to dinner and then they took me to this bar, bought everything for me, showered me with compliments. As soon as I like, walked into their house before we went out, they were like, oh, your body looks so beautiful in this like dress that oh, you're wow. wearing. Doesn't her body look beautiful? And they were like, I think that like the whole night I kind of felt the vibe, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. even though these were like my friends that I'd hung out with, like when this vibe wasn't there and, um, we, we, you know, we went out to dinner, we went out to dance, they bought me my drinks, we came home and they were like, Oh, do you want to spend the night? And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. I like post <laughs> up on the couch and they're like, no, you're thinking that you could sleep with us in our bed. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you, know? so you were friends with them before this. Yeah. And then, and then like after it happened, we, um, and I didn't know the rules. Like, I don't know what their rules were. I didn't know. Sure. I just didn't, I was like, okay, they're really serious couple. Maybe I don't let him penetrate me. Like you didn't know. Yeah. You didn't. You had no idea. There are no ground rules. So I didn't really know how to behave. And then I was like, okay, if she like leaves the room, do I still do stuff with him? Is that appropriate? You know, and vice versa mm -hmm. kind of a thing. Definitely didn't know. Um, and then we like all went out to brunch <laughs> the next day. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, we were like porn stars last night. Like she was so like pumped about it. How long did it last? Like the whole thing that night? I think a few hours. I think Holy that we had some like shitsky. I think we had some like rest breaks, you know, like got some water, went back I'm to it. I'm fascinated by this whole thing. This I think it was a very fun experience for a young woman mm -hmm. in the city. You know, yeah. you move to a big city and of like all the people that that could have happened with, like, I'm not friends with them now. They broke up. I think, you know, he was like kind of flirty with me after the fact, like there was like one time after they had broke up. I still like would go see shows that he like was directing or whatever. I was like kind of a peripheral friend of his. And there was like one time where his friend like wanted him to like watch like house sit for him for like a weekend. And he had like a Mercedes, like a convertible, like a red convertible mm -hmm. classic. And he was like, you can take this out. So he like called me and like drove me around LA in this convertible. And that was like really fun, but he didn't, he was like a very respectful man and didn't like try to like, Sure. coerce me into anything sure, yeah or he didn't even like come on to me I feel like maybe he would want to but uh maybe he was waiting for me to initiate to initiate it yeah That's but so I think interesting I love the I love hearing people's stories like that yeah I've never experienced that but I always w wonder how your experience is and it's good that you have like good ones it's kind of like a coming of age sort of mm -hmm. a thing I think that I was very young and inexperienced and I definitely I think that that was a great moment of confidence for me to have this like what I thought as like a very interesting um successful like couple like people that I admired like who both yeah found me like attractive and wanted to do this with yeah. me like um uh, I think it was like a, a cool story that you tell as like a grandmother you're like a, yeah. not a grandmother but like you don't tell your grand great you're like come around you the do. fire kids let me tell you the story <laughs> I uh you want to hear about how grandma got fucked? I'll tell you the story. Like, Mom, I don't want to go to grandma's house anymore. She tells us really fucked up stories. <laughs> grandma's wild. I was beautiful. <laughs> I feel like, okay, is there any other things we want to cover on this sex talk? Since we've gotten through so many, we've talked about vibrators. We've talked about threesomes. I'm trying I've to gotten, think, do you have any other questions that we'd like to answer? Because we did a little question box on stores. I didn't know if I did a little question box. Let's see. We're reading them to see if there's any more that we need to cover. Um, let's see here. 
This is, I mean, someone says <laughs> there's some funny. I'm not going to say it's funny. Any question? I just feel like sometimes how people phrase things is funny. Um, let's see. Yeah, let's just. Here's a simple one, but I feel like it. Okay, a comment. Hit it. Your favorite position. Oh, duh. Why haven't we talked? That's such a good one, though. Just simple. Oh, um, I would say doggy or like on the side, maybe. Yeah, I feel like that's been like I don't know. I think those would be my two. Um, I'm kind of like a you know a doggy also, but that's when I'm like really like ramped up and I think energetic. <laughs> I like to and I will I will be a very I will be the power doggy. If you will. <laughs> I will be going back myself, but I think I also just like I mean it's cliche. I like missionary. It's I think it's romantic and I think it's like like a hug with some boning. And I feel that's like so that's- I'm so I feel I think it's because I'm like not like when I want. I mean, some people want sex and they want to be married. I'm like, like, you know, get a little wild. So like for me, I think I think doggy would be the because I, I like that. Yeah. Whole scenario. <laughs> the whole thing going on. But um, that's a really good question because I feel like everyone's is so different of an answer because and yeah. some people have some like wild positions like. <laughs> wheelbarrow shit throwing slinging from the ceiling i'm like some acrobatics do you have any other ones yeah i've got some other questions um i like i just like the way this is phrased okay let me <laughs> what do you recommend for wanting to throw up literally every time i give a blow draw oh what do you recommend for uh... i think that you Get it out of your head, like what a blowjob is meant to be and meant to look like. Is it the blow? I'm wondering, is it the aspect of like blow doing blowjob, or is it because of the? Yeah, I think that that happened. We would we need a clarifying question because um, there's a couple. I think there's a couple of solutions here. If if a dick near your mouth at all makes you feel ill. Mm-hmm. Don't do it, and then maybe talk to a. I would think therapy might be something. Sex that, therapists are really, really yeah. amazing. And like, and also like, you don't have to suck on a dick. Like you yeah. don't have to, I think that like, if that's something that's important to your partner, um, that's maybe uh, figure, you know, figure something out in the middle or something. Yeah. yeah. Cause then I think there's like something mentally going on. I think, you know, I think there's two things either, you know, some people might, I never even thought of this might get kind of nauseous. Maybe if they are about to have a dick in their mouth, which I personally do not, but I think a lot of people get a little bit nauseous at like the after product of when you give a blowjob it's like that part can be a little bit interesting yes and what would your solution be for that because i'm like i don't like what the fuck like i mean i guess you could always let go before that happens and let them you can i mean um they can personally come somewhere else on i think you. you can shape you can if you're if you are if you think it's gross like if you don't like um goo <laughs> the goo um then you absolutely like bring your hands into it get your hands involved uh kind of like wait till that last minute if you don't even want to enter in your mouth like you know do a little swap in between kind of a thing mm-hmm. i mean like i'm gonna crazy but i don't i don't particularly enjoy the taste of it but i also don't like cleaning up the the product oh got it okay so i but which is funny because I am blessed because like one of the greatest things for my current partner is I was like, oh, 
you taste like nothing. Like that was something I said. Oh. And I was like, you taste like nothing. It's like graphic of me. Oh my God. Sorry, that Houston, phrase, if you're editing this right now. Houston's like, um, hi, I signed up for this. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he's editing it, if one of these guys is editing it, they're the lucky guy <laughs> to, to <laughs> control what goes out. I think, but there's also like, if you feel like what, what I think, from the phrasing of the question, how I feel what this person is asking is maybe like, you don't have to deep throat a dick. No, that's not yeah. necessary. It doesn't mm -hmm. have to tap your throat. And I don't really think it like freaking matters. Like I have a terrible gag reflex, but I love giving oral sex and you can, you can do it like a corn cob, like back and forth like that. <laughs> you can just like lick the tip. You can like bring your hands, like have your hands on the shaft and then have your mouth on the tip. There's like a few different There's ways. Different you can, ways. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in some flavored lube if there's if there's like a taste sure. thing. I flavored lube is great. Like then you might actually like want your mouth on it if you like if candy you like and the, sugar. Yeah. yeah, you're like, oh, this is a nice flavor. Yeah, those are good, actually really good tips. Pun intended. But I think if it's if it's more serious than that, if if you just like at the the mere sight of it, then Can't, yeah. Then at the same time, like it's not a requirement. It shouldn't mm -hmm. be an expectation. Um if you have, if that partner is like weird about it, then like fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your partner should be obviously willing to accommodate and be, you know, meet in the middle. Yeah. Is there another one? Yeah. I've got a few. You know, a lot. I just will say that a lot of the questions that I'm personally receiving is like how to have sex in my body mm -hmm. and, um, and it were bodies that look like mine and I'm a plus size person and I, I really don't think about it that much. Yeah. And I think that the biggest piece of advice I can give to you, because a lot of people are asking, like, how how can people, like, have sex with you if you have, like, a fupa? How can people can, like, I don't want to get on top. Um, everything is a case-by-case -case situation. Um, get on top. If your partner's uncomfortable, they'll tell you. True. You know, like, you're not going to break their penis. And if... if <laughs> I think you it's know, a trial and error and what makes both of you guys feel comfortable. It's it's yeah. not like a one size fits all kind of thing. There's not going to be one thing that works for you that works for other people. I have had lots of sex in my life and I don't think that my body was ever a hazard, you know, and I think that just like communication is the key. And I think that I always had more fear about my body being an issue before I actually got into the room and made things happen. Got it. Uh, the biggest piece of advice I can say is that like your partner, if you're afraid of like your partner, like not knowing what you look like, they know what you, they look know like. what you look like. Yeah. They know. They're, they're obviously attracted to you and they want to explore other ways with you. So I think the key is just like kind of going into it open-minded and, and communicating. Also, if you have South facing hanging boobs, uh, there's an audience for that. Like, uh, you just see, like, on TV, you see a lot of upturned, forward-facing nipples. And you would think that, like, that's all that... that oh, God, like. no. My boobs are definitely not Perky McPerkerson over here. I mean, mine are only Perky McPerkerson because I had them constructed that way. 
<laughs> I have seen them. They are perky. <laughs> They're cute little boobies. When did I show you my boobs? I probably at some point. You I'm sent sure me a literal message of your tits in a DM. And then I sent my Oh, back. I remember that was before we Hello. were like really tight. Yeah, that and was I was we saying really tight. Yeah, I was saying how like I really wish I ha- I wasn't so nervous to get a boob job because I always wanted to get a lift and a reduction. And yeah. my boobs are definitely saggy-ish and it's just like annoying to me. I don't I I also was irritated by it. I, you know, but all, more so I just hated lifting my tits out of my fucking shirts <laughs> when I take my bra off. <laughs> I used to have big old booty boobies. But also I will say that like now I wish that I had like giant hanging tits to throw in Houston's face because he's <laughs> he truly deserves it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, every a lot of these questions are about feeling comfortable as a plus size woman having sex. Plus size women, believe it or not, have sex every day. Oh yeah. Every day. And there there's somebody bigger bigger than you getting her rocks off. There's somebody smaller yep. than you getting her rocks off. And there's there's somebody for everybody. I there are people I see walking down the street and I'm like, "Oh, good for you." <laughs> like <laughs> Not for me. I don't want that, but good for you. And that's nothing to do with fatness. It's all personal preference. There's tons of like, I don't know, rock hard bodies that I would never See, fucking this is touch. like the perfect way to explain when I was talking to Charlie when I when I talked about being bisexual is that I don't have a preference when you're talking about preferences. I don't have a preference to necessarily like, yes, I'm physically attracted to certain maybe types automatically off the bat, but I am more attracted to confidence more than anything. So for me, I realized it wasn't that it was a man or a woman or like, you know, like you say, you can look at like a really ripped guy and like for you, that may not be for you, but maybe for someone else, there can be a beautiful man, beautiful woman, a beautiful whoever. And if you don't have certain things that like I prefer, which is again, sense of humor and confidence, it's not. Like that, those are like so key for me that I've learned. And that was the best way of describing when I was saying that, oh, I'm coming out as, as, as being gay was that it's not that I see, um, the gender. I just see a person. Yeah. And there's so much nuance in when it comes to attraction. Yeah, there really is. Like I, I talked, I was with a guy who really liked the fat fold between like when I would sit, how my fat would hit my upper thigh. Oh, the thigh area. Yeah. He thought that was like really beautiful. Yeah. And I, I, that was something that I'd be like, you know, and then there (laughs) there were, there were dudes who liked that. I had extra long mommy milkers that would like sag. Like I always thought I had like really thin tissue at the top of my breast. Okay. And then like all the weight is concentrated low. It's still how my breast stars that I carry the majority of the weight, um, at the bottom of my breast. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like voluminous up top. Yeah. Same here. And I was always like, oh, everybody's going to hate my my boobs. But like when you are like on all fours and they are dangling, lots of people love that. Like <laughs> I think if you're just looking at like it's just so weird. We talked about pornography earlier, but I do feel like there's a certain like um, homogenous aspect to pornography that makes people have sex in a boring way mm-hmm. and like the same steps in a row, like kissing, titties, yeah. oral sex, uh, penetrative sex, mm-hmm. and then finishing come in the mouth like I I feel like if we didn't have like so much pornography that maybe people would have sex in a more creative way oh that's you know that's a really good point yeah I never thought of it like because there is kind of like a repetitive like schedule to how you do it and I do think that people would be more creative in that in that way that's interesting 
I had sex with a dude once who was homeschooled and like totally sheltered. I know you're laughing because it's like, it's not Houston, even though Houston was homeschooled. <laughs> this guy, like, he didn't even know the right words for this stuff. It was so embarrassing. Like, I sucked his dick and he called it eating him out. And I was like, no, no, boo boo. Like, he didn't even, like, because, like, he texted me, he goes, he's like, I love it when you ate me out. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wait, are we talking about the same so, thing right now? He, like, didn't even know the words, but, like, this guy, and I was like, do you, like, watch porn? Because it just felt like he had never, like, I, I probably took his virginity. Like, being he never real. seen he was, anything like that. Or... He was so, like, nerdy and, like, literally looked like a grandpa. I was like, I have to fuck this guy. Like, we all have our things. I, like, I like a gentleman who looks like he's of yore, but, like, still, like, a young man. And <laughs> I had sex with this guy and everything was so much more, like, um, ex- like, 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 textural, sensual. Like, oh, um, really? Yeah, like touching each other and just like rubbing our bodies together it was really interesting that guy sucks though because like it was it's funny that i'm talking about this guy i had sex with this guy when i was like 21 22 and he found me on instagram this year oh, and wow. he like and he sent me a dm he was like hey i i remember you and i i was just nice i was just like hey like how how, how have you been you? i just yeah you know, i was just pleasant and he's yeah. like i still remember that night i fucked you and <gasps> no, i was like he did you. not say I that was like, you are like a 34 year old man like fuck you like who talks wow, like wow that right that's away? aggressive holy shit and he was like really aggressive back then i mean like not during the sex act like afterwards he was very i think that i did take that virginity i think i took a couple of guys virginities to be honest because you can tell when you do <laughs> And I like nerdy guys, so it's just, you know, part for the course, honestly. You know your type. Yeah. Um, what's, like, the weirdest encounter? Like, where you walked away being like, I don't know about you, boo. Oh, God. There's only one that – well, actually, there- oh, my fuck. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is getting me so uh. – okay, so <laughs> I had to. Okay, the first one was I was parked in a car. It was this guy I was really into. We were kind of like dating. And I had never given a blowjob. And we were in the back. We decided to go to the back of the car to like start making out and stuff. And I went to give him a blowjob. And he or I went to give him a blowjob. And I realized like, again, I know people say size doesn't matter. But I had never experienced a really super small dick. And so I was like, mm, okay. And then I feel really bad that this happened. But he went up to sex with me and I was like, oh, is it in? And he was like, yeah. And I just remember like cringing inside because I was like, fuck, I don't want to be a dick. But like, what the fuck? Like I get it was, it was, it was, it was rough or I didn't know what to do at that moment. I've got the same story. Oh, like, I, oh my I had sex God. with a dude who, like, literally his dick was so small. I felt so bad. I also asked that question. Y'all, uh, th- that's another good piece of advice. Don't ask, is it in when you can tell that they're uh, – it was so – this this dick was so small that, you know how, like, you know, you're humping and anytime <laughs> – anytime it would not be – it was not – he it, it would come out. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he no, was like – it was out and then it was in like, and then it was out me i and literally it- can it was so like it was it was also i will be honest um most of the people that i had sex with they had 
unusually abnormal huge dicks at the time. Good for you. So that was the first one that was ever like it wasn't just small. It was like holy shit. Like I'm not trying to. I don't want to. I don't want to insult you. I just don't know what to do because like I this is wild to me. And that was like the time where I was like, I felt bad because I didn't mean to be insulting when I said, is it? And I just had no idea. I honestly couldn't tell at all. I felt so bad when I encountered mine because when I saw it, I I was drunk and I, when I saw this dick, I let out an audible sigh. Mm. I was like, <sighs> like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I like. And I, what's funny is I knew this guy too. He was like, he was like a friend. I, I went oh. through a phase of like, ah, fuck my friends. Cause it's like easy. <laughs> the easy. other, the other weird one was this guy that was definitely different than my normal type. I, I dated a lot of, mu- most of the guys I dated were musicians, like hipster, like the hot guy that like sings or plays drums at every girl's like, I want to like those douchebags. <laughs> And like I, this guy was like the total, I had just got out of a shape relationship. I was like, I'm going to date a different guy, like whatever. So I dated a guy who was more Southern, like, um, you know, like kind of a little fratty. I dated some like fratty guys, but this guy was like a fratty, bigger built guy, which I will say my mom used to always be like, why do you always date the tiniest people? Like I always had a type of like small skinny person or sometimes they were like athletic build like had muscles but they were never like bigger than me like I was usually usually bigger than them um and this guy was definitely bigger than me and he was so sweet and he was so kind but I remember like and he was such a like a southern kind of hospitality person but we we were kind of going on dates and one of the nights I think we had went to a party and then we were gonna go I had never had crystals do you know what crystals is the drive-thru it's like a very like kind of um I don't even know how to explain it it's very interesting place it's a drive-thru and it's like food it's like what yes it's like white castle but worse like it's <laughs> it's like very oh, Chris, crystal burger yeah I think that I you have probably seen this. it so we go to get crystals he's like you've never had crystals I'm like no because I'm at the time I was like vegan like what the fuck and so we go and he's like, you have to try these. They're so good. And I know a lot of people in the South like love crystals. So like, sure. So we get crystals. We go back to the South BE. We have sex. And then like he, we leave our food on the nightstands because we're like drunk. We don't get up and clean it. So we wake up the next morning. And for some reason, this like set me off so hard. He rolls over in the morning and starts eating his 12 hour old crystals that's on the fucking nightstand and I was like absolutely not and for some reason uh I dated quite a bit of smokers like cigarette smokers which is weird because I've never I never was a cigarette smoker and like one of my longest relationships was a cigarette smoker and I literally don't know how he didn't constantly smell like smoke he just was like very good at concealing it comes it. with the wanting to date the, ju- the bad the, the bad I dated like the bad hot like hot wannabe like it was like fucking weird and so the guy smoked cigarettes that already kind of bothered me because he had like a little bit of a cough sometimes I was like that's not attractive like you're waking up in the morning you're like choking in your <laughs> lung and then you're eating a fucking crystals burger I absolutely cannot so then we go to brunch and we are at brunch and I'm thinking okay he invites me to brunch like we're with this other like couple like he's gonna pay for me right he was like oh sorry i forgot my wallet can you like pay for my food and i'm like okay like i was already trying to like try out a new type and now i'm definitely not and i straight up told him i was like 
Sorry. And so I died. And that was the moment where I was like, you cannot eat leftover fucking fast food on the side of your fucking dresser after you have sex <laughs> with me. And you can. And, and sadly, the guy with the small PP did not work for me either. So those were my two like horrible stories that I had that I just like, oh my God, no, I have another horrible story. What the fuck? <laughs> You're making me realize how many I had. This is actually kind of sad because do you know um how like mental health like like mental uh health pill like medicines can sometimes make you not be able to get um off or get hard which i didn't know and i was seeing this guy he literally looked like a fucking model he was beautiful he was native american oh my god he was stunning the hard part was i was having sex and i thought there was something wrong with me because i didn't know and so I thought that he was going limp in my hoo-ha. Like we would be having sex and he would be hard and then he would just like go limp. And I thought it was me. And then so I started to get self-conscious and I was like, am I not attractive? Like, is there something like, are you not attracted to me? Like, is there something I'm doing wrong? And finally he like sat me down and was like, no, it's, it's my medicine. Like I can't, I can't stay hard. And he got really, it was really the first time I really got experience with like mental health and stuff because I realized how much it affected him and how much he was so embarrassed to tell me. And I am glad he opened up and told me that, but that was one of those times where I was like, wow, this is like, I'm glad to know this for like future and just being more mindful of those kind of things because his medicine just literally wouldn't allow him to get off or keep a boner. Yeah. Which is very interesting because I think some people don't even realize that happens to some people. I definitely... There was a guy, the guy in college who ate me out for the first time. I loved him. I had such a crush on him. And I was like, I became like probably unhealthily. <laughs> I thought he was like so smart. One of the smartest guys I've ever met. And he was like, you know, when people are people of very few words, there's a mystique about them. And so he didn't speak too often. But when he did, I felt like he always had something. Sure. You know, like magical. Fantastic to say. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but he was like the guy that would like drive me around drunk, listening to the mountain goats and, and hyper specific, hyper specific. I hope some of my old friends are listening to this and, um, they know exactly who it is, but I, I loved him. I just was like so in love with him. I thought, <laughs> I thought he was like the greatest guy I'd ever met in my life. And honestly, I feel like, um, uh, you know, I don't think that I was wrong. I think that he's probably a great person, but I don't know. I think he just had a lot of like secrets or shame, mm -hmm. maybe. Because this dude, very interesting experience with him. Um, because he brought, you know, I went over to his apartment after like having a crush on him for so long. This was like epic. This was like one of the biggest things I felt like happened to me because like I had this like crush that felt so one-sided. And then he was like, yeah, come over to my apartment. And I was like, yes, this is it. And I went over there. <laughs> we like watched like a couple episodes of like a sketch show. And and then and then he he performed the act on me, which I had so much body shame and I felt so sure bad about myself to have a guy like do this of his own volition it wasn't me being like hey maybe maybe we could try. yeah he did it willingly yeah he, he was he was like and he was enthusiastic this was his thing that he liked <laughs> and he didn't he didn't take his clothes off wow um and he didn't i didn't reciprocate for him the whole night it was just the rosy show and um I, and in the morning, I just like it was so funny because like after that, I moved to LA, 
And I think that I still sent him like nudes on his birthday. <laughs> and like he would hit me up and we would like phone, we would like video chat like on um whatever it was on the computer. It wasn't, I guess it wasn't FaceTime. Maybe we were using some like external app or something like that. But um, he still like wouldn't show the camera on him. And I always have wondered just like years later, even like, did he have a small dick? Did he have something You never else? saw his dick? Never. And then I actually knew a girl who dated him mm-hmm. because what was upsetting is that people would confuse me and this girl like we oh, God. looked alike. Oh, God. And um, um, he dated her. He was kind of da- like talking to both of us and then he ended up dating her. And um, of course, I was heartbroken, but that she she and I became friends <laughs> later on. And she said that he like during the course of their relationship, which wasn't very long, he never showed her his dick either. Wait, and, really? That's so yeah. fascinating. And that's all he wanted to do too. And so I was just like, I huh. I wonder like if there was something meant. It's like one of my. It's an unsolved mystery unsolved of mystery. mine Da-na-na-na. forever. Da-na-na. Yeah. And I just like ah, I wish maybe I'll talk to a tarot reader and be like. Yo, I just have (laughs) one question. What's going on? What's going on down there? I hope wherever you are, sir, I hope that, you know, I feel like he had to have like grown up and hopefully he's gotten over whatever the situation was. I hope that someone is devouring your dick on a (laughs) daily basis. Because, like, I, I think that, this like, that's a very supportive podcast. We are here I for you. I really, you know, I think that, like, having someone, like, perform oral sex on me when I probably was at the lowest point in my mm-hmm. self-esteem was very meaningful for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can tell. I can tell that was, like, definitely a monumental thing, like, a moment that you will remember forever. Coming of age, for sure. And I don't even, I don't remember if it was good or not. I you think just remember was, the whole scenario and that it was yeah. important at that time. I feel like that feels more like my first time. Yeah. Than my actual first time. That's major. Ooh. Damn. Ooh, that's. Damn. Okay. Well, do we have any other questions or should we cut the sex talk? Gave them all the juiciness. I am having fun. I say, I don't know. We can make an extra long episode. This is going to be an extra long and I hope you guys enjoy it because we're actually having a lot of fun talking about all our stories. It's really funny how oral sex has been bookended in my life because I first I got my first orgasm when Houston did that to me, and that's that was I cried after did you he cry. Did it. Oh my god! I literally had I never had an orgasm with anybody before. Even was when it they were like doing- like how, did you like go like oh my god like wow this is like wild because you never I had I had the orgasm with Houston and um he like went he probably was down there thirty. 40 minutes a long time <laughs> long time marathoning he did it though and i cried and it was because i had i literally like i had an ex-boyfriend i talked about on another episode who told me my body was broken mm-hmm. and like and so it was like a, kind of one of those moments where you were like it's i'm a human being yeah. like and and now i'm marrying him you know <laughs> so full circle I love it's the power that. of the orgasm and the power of oral sex, gentlemen. If there's any gentlemen, gentlemen listening, we have some more questions. Oh, wait, I want the going. questions. I didn't know if we did. That's why I was like, not trying to be weird. I was like, should we cut it? Is there more questions? We got more. Give me the um, questions. Um, I'll let you field this one. Okay. Because I, because I, I have become uncomfortable with this. Oh, okay. <laughs> my butthole closed up, but how do you get comfortable with anal? Because I'll take your advice too. Um, I feel like, first of all, I don't really 
do that anymore. But when I did, um, I feel like, well, at first, the first time, obviously, is like fucking terrifying. Let's be really honest. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend at the time was very into it. And I was like, I don't know, because every time it would happen, obviously, you feel like, holy shit, this does not feel good. Um, and so basically over time, I actually got like a small, uh, like dildo dick thing and I would use like lube and like kind of essentially like stretch your butt out so that (laughs) when a dick goes in, it doesn't hurt. I actually remember the first time I, I actually haven't had anal sex like a ton. I've had it like a good amount, but not like a ton. But, um, one of the times that after I had done those like techniques, I had, you know, sex with this one guy. And first of all, I didn't know he was going to do it. He accidentally, like accidentally fucking slipped it in. And thank God I was prepared because if not <laughs> also his dick was like average ish, maybe a little less average. So thankfully it wasn't like this giant thing going in, but because I was pre- had prepared, it wasn't bad, but I feel like if you, I feel like I like control. So I like to prepare myself beforehand and like over time it will be relaxed. It will relax you and allow it to be a lot easier to happen because if you don't like slowly, gradually train your asshole, basically you're, it's going to hurt. I don't care how much fucking lube you use unless you train your asshole. It's not going to work. It's going to hurt. That's true. And I think that you can you can lose it because I had a very unpleasant experience and my butthole has not been interested in that act <laughs> even despite being in it. I mean, which is it's great because I, I have a partner who's completely disinterested in it, completely disinterested. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad for that because I would not be able to provide. And I honestly, I'm just like <laughs> I think that it's a spicy thing. I think it's fun when it feels good. It feels great because um, I got to a point where I was enjoying it. And uh, then, and then my butthole was like, I'm not cooperating with this act anymore. <laughs> um, have you ever pegged anyone? No, I, I think I, it's, I, it's not the first time I've asked, been asked that. I think maybe I give that vibe to people, but no, I just have her. I've seen, I think it's like more common than I think it is because I feel like I've seen more people saying they have, which I, I never have. So I'm always like wondering the people around me who have, cause I've never Never I think I'm too selfish. I think that that sounds unfun for me. Um, I'm kind of a pillow princess, admittedly. Uh, I like to rest upon my pillow and let somebody else do things for me. <laughs> my ideal situation, this is my ideal, this is my favorite way to have sex. We're just going to go there. I like to be laying down fully naked. I like my partner standing up next to me and I like to suck on that dick. Uh, while that person plays with my boobies and my giny. And to me, my that's heaven on earth. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. No, that's such a like, I think it's just, again, comes down to personal preference. Like this image of Rosie right now, <laughs> if you're watching on the YouTube channel, <laughs> is there any other questions that people had for us that are? Yeah, I think, you know what? I really wish, uh, I don't think my audience is super, like I think a lot of my people that follow me are moms. Like I don't need to know shit about. Oh, gotcha. But um, and you know I think that the repetitive thing is like you know being a big woman, and I'm just like I don't know how often 
it's come up for me mentally being like, I don't know how to fuck. With I think that it, I think I hate, to, I hate to use the word confidence, but I think that if you're going into it with someone and obviously they seem interested in you, you have to be confident knowing that obviously they're wanting to have sex with you because they have some kind of sexual attraction to you. So like they, like you said, they know what you look like. Yeah. They know what's good. Like they know it, you naturally, your body and your mental and the way the brain works, you're going to figure out ways naturally that and it's, work. It, what you're saying about confidence is so true. I feel like sex I've had that was bad sex was when a guy, I felt like he lacked in confidence yeah, or, or la- lacked in like enthusiasm or, you know, it's great. It's really fun to have like a partner that is enthusiastic and is having fun and like doesn't feel um, ashamed yeah. of themselves in any capacity. And I feel like that can take all the spice and fun out of it so I feel like go into it uh, it's a great piece of advice Ashley honestly like I think that fake it to you make it even I, if you I, I think confidence is so important even if you don't feel confident like create a scenario well that's why I think these are so important too because I really do think that if you are in I think a lot of women get in the bedroom and maybe don't feel like that aroused or something but a lot of times if you take a toy that is then it kind of puts the power back in your hands and then you feel a little confident and then like mm. you can build upon that and you have someone there that can build upon that. I think that's very helpful. Also make sure you're safe. If the person the yeah. person you're with is a safe person, because I feel like some of the, like the uncomfortable situations I've had is like when I went back to a guy's house and I wasn't totally comfortable mm. with him yeah. and I felt like maybe scared. Yeah. Don't go through. If you feel uncomfortable at all with somebody, don't, don't yeah. walk down. I, I got myself into like many, many times I would say as a young person where I would go to somebody's house and I'd be like, something feels a little weird. And then it, what do you know? It would be weird. (laughs) (laughs) So key takeaways from this whole, whole podcast is confidence, confident, be safe, trust yourself and not one size fits all. Oh yeah. For any, for, oh, for everything, for everything, not one size fits all. We talked about so many different sizes. I know. I mean, but sometimes if you got a tiny little dick, dude, and you're falling out of the lady, don't, you need to, you know, if you're a man and you have a tiny little penis, you need to have a couple of sex toys at your house. Yeah. Would you use this? If a man brought out a vibrator, would you use it? Or would you be like, this has been in someone else's giant? I mean, Ooh, like a I dick's been. I didn't think about that. Oh, I, oh God. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I, I think it would be a situational thing. Yeah. I think it would depend on the person and depend on how I feel and about the whole situation. I wouldn't say no, but I wouldn't say 100%. It really depends on the situation, I feel like. I'd be like, is this sanitized? Yeah. (laughs) Like, has this been – what is going on here? Tell me the story. You need this. For what reason? Okay, you have a smaller dick. Okay, let's let's navigate this situation. There's no shame also in, like, getting, like, a little pocket vibrator that you keep in your bag for your fun, like, night out in the town. Cause you never know. Oh. And like, you should get off. I feel like if I, if I had to go back in time to my, Oh, the, I'm going to ask you the same question. If I had to go back in time to my younger self, mm-hmm. when I was like being really exploratory and like having lots of fun, um, I'm still having fun now, but I mean like with, with <laughs> strangers, fun with strangers. Um, I think that I would have like a toy, like a tiny discreet toy with me that I would bring. And, or if they came to my home, I would like bring toys out more often because your pleasure is really important. And like, if they can't handle that and take them to the curb. I think that that is something that 
a lot of people don't do that probably would be helpful. I feel like that would have helped me in those times. Like, because you're, again, you're dating or you're dating or having sex with random people and like, they're not going to always know how to like figure you out instantly. So I feel like having that with you would have been, it would have been probably life changing. Yeah. And I wish that I had, I think that like the generation right now, like Gen Z kids, uh, like people in their early twenties, I feel like that probably is a little bit more commonplace. And I think that people understand that. Uh, is there any pieces of advice you would give to your younger self? Like as like someone who is more in the, like the fun, no strings attacks sex scene. Give to my, um, Eve, I feel like the only thing is, is that when I was younger, having this like wild one night stands, woo woo, I feel like sometimes I would kind of like you said, I would have sex with people that maybe it was okay. But I, you know, you get that feeling where you're like, should I do this? Am I, is this a good idea? Am I just doing this? Because like, oh, I had a couple beers and like, I kind of want to feel like sexy, but then I'm not really feeling sexy because this guy's kind of like weird. Probably best thing to do is not do it. Cause like you just always wake up and you're like, okay, I got to go. Like, this is just like not a vibe. Like it's when you just feel like a little off and a little bit like it's grimy and not going to like, it's not worth it. You know, yeah. just like back out, leave the house. <laughs> I had sex with a few people like for the story. Like, okay. Like this guy's so weird or like this guy is like I had sex with a dude who's like his he was like in an open relationship with um a dominatrix and oh, he wow. was like he was like a life extensionist so he like didn't eat food he just ate like ground up vitamins. Whoa, and I didn't know this was okay, wow, I didn't know this. He was, was definitely like and he was like a kind of like a goth sort of dude like but like kind of dressed like old timey. Um <laughs> and again like older than me i had like when i especially in la like if you move to a big city you're gonna meet so many like just like birds of a different feather oh yeah and i definitely feel like i hooked up with people just being like what i want to try this on for size and i think that i would have like had sex with like i don't know this sounds so mean i'm like kink shaming but like more like everyday people because i was like so hell-bent on like having all these like experience I think that was a little bit like that too where I wanted so many experiences and I think that comes down to me for some reason thinking everything had to be like a porno so yes. I was like swing me from a fucking chandelier like it was it was just like that kind of shit and I'm like I think that I still think some younger people have that thought expectation too I think I don't know where we get that from I don't I don't know why we think we have to have but I do feel like you said having more like less swinging from the chandelier experiences yeah I think that I definitely like girl I I did some crazy things and I just I felt like and maybe it was just that era like I maybe I was mimicking things I saw on television sure. like I think that people always it, it maybe it's because like shows like sex in the city or girls like every episode they had to have something unusual oh, yeah. happen yeah so maybe it's like I think that I was just like, ha this is normal. And there are a couple of times where I'm like, dude, like that guy was kind of a dick and you shouldn't have to play yeah. his little games unless you want to. Uh, I wish that I had done things more just because I was like, you know, attracted to someone and less like, oh, I'm going to fuck this guy. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. I did have great time. So and I am gl- glad I got a lot of experiences that I that I had. 
Yeah. yeah, I do think that a little bit like different of a mindset or not assuming like if I go home with someone, like I have to like, oh, well, I guess we'll just sleep together. Cut, you know, like that's. Yeah. Mm-mm. I think that I, I think that being in a relationship has like really opened my eyes to like what I really like. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I was kind of playing a character a little bit in my okay. 20s. I think everyone does. I think a little you bit. I think you do because that's how you kind of end up finding what you really like or not. I think you kind of everyone goes through different stages of like a persona because I definitely tried to be like the cool like groupie band girl but with all the band guys like it was like who was I? Why was I at a skate park? Like what was I doing? We don't know. <laughs> like why did I always date musicians? Uh they looked hot on stage. That was it. Like it's just such a weird it was a weird time. I pretend yeah. to like so many cool bands. Like I loved underground bands, but like Ashley, really get your shit together. Why are you in a mosh pit? Like what is going on? I think that I kind of like went through this phase that I had this like hardened exterior. Mm-hmm. This kind of like use them and lose them kind of a vibe. <laughs> and I think that maybe I don't think I missed any opportunities to get to know people, but maybe I missed more opportunities to have like um, relationships. relationships. Yeah. I, I was like, mm, bye. <laughs> I think that comes with being a strong kind of confident person though. With that comes like you almost feel like you have to have that exterior because sometimes I catch yeah. myself feeling that way. Um, and sometimes it's even hard for me to be vulnerable because I, I even now so I'm like still kind of have that sometimes. And Charlie is like, you don't always have to prove that like you can like live on your own and be fine by yourself because you're a strong independent woman. Like we already know it. Like reel it back, Ashley. Wow. I definitely have that exact same. And Charlie's like, we get you like, we get it. Like, cause I, I don't know why I do that. I do that all the time. It's, it's, it's just something that I'm learning to try and be more vulnerable and be more okay with like lovey dovey shit. Cause like for me, that's, actually really hard like I never was into PDA when I was younger I was a very like confident walk down the street no fucks given like kind of person and now I'm like oh it's so lovey-dovey shit so hard for me oh my god like I'm like oh like (laughs) it was actually refreshing being around you and Houston in Disney because you guys are really sweet together and it was actually like really nice to be around another couple that was just like genuinely cared about each other and like very sweet together and then like it in turn made me like very sweet to Charlie. Not that I'm like an asshole to Charlie, but you know what I mean? Like you feed off each other's energies. So it was like a refreshing thing to be around people that actually like care about each other. You know, it's really exciting to be around another couple that I can tell like are actually friends in the same way that we are like really close friends. I think that like, I mean, some of the relationships, like, and I, I think you get this way from working with each other, but like some of the relationships that were modeled for me, it definitely felt like my parents don't have a lot of overlapping interests personally. Like they're more yeah. like, I think they're more like husband and wife than they are like, I would best friends. Best friends. Yeah. And I think it, it was like one of the best things about my relationship with Houston is like how much we genuinely like have in common common. and things that we enjoy and I definitely see you guys like I can tell you guys are best friends I think that's important I think it would be like I I see relationships that are strictly just like you said very like I don't want to say surface level but just like you said husband and wife like and I don't know how I could function in a relationship if I didn't have a lot of common interests or like the same kind of like we laugh at the same things um, like I had parents that like literally have nothing in common. So I feel like that 
I'm like the complete opposite. I wanted someone that was like a best friend. Yeah. Um, and I think in the end of the day, it's like a comfort thing. Like you get to come home to someone, even though they're your husband, they're also your best friend. So they're going to be there for you. Even if you're yelling at each other, even if we're mad at each other, we're still like, oh, I'm sorry. Can I console you? Even though we hate each other right now, I'm going to hug you because you're my best friend kind of thing. So yeah, it's just interesting. But I feel like this, we, we like let, we open the gates of sex talk for the world to hear. Yes. I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation because we went over a lot and we loved your questions. Thank you guys for sending those in. And if you guys like these longer episodes, I think we'll try and have like at least one or two yeah. a month that are super long. Yeah. I know that we got a lot of requests for it and I'm, I know we're happy to do it. So yeah, I had a lot of talking. fun. Well, like subscribe, comment down below with anything that you want to share sex wise and ask questions. We will gladly answer them in the comment section as well. So if you have any episodes you want us to cover, like any topics you're interested in hearing us talk about, oh, I let us know. So open to that because we will just talk about fall otherwise. <laughs> yeah, chewy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.